Well, here we are on the Shape of a Circle podcast, reporting back after 10 days of prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hard. <laughs> so did, did you actually do candid. it or did you cheat? Did you cheat? I did not cheat. I did not cheat. All right. So it was nine <clears throat> days of fasting for me. <laughs> By day 10, you were done. No, it was, it was like day <sighs> four where oh. I had a breakfast appointment and a lunch appointment. And oh. I'm like, oh, shoot, if I don't do dinner, I'm that. not making it to, to morning. So yeah, I, I cheated it one day. But, but that makes sense. It's not that bad. That's not that bad. No. Uh, yeah, I did. I, we both fasted breakfast. Um, and I have not fasted very many times in my life. And so that was new for me. And I am very much a uh, need to eat three meals a day kind of person and a snack and a, <laughs> another snack. <laughs> so uh, I was nervous about it. But I feel like one and two were probably the hardest as far as just being extremely hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it, my, my body kind of settled in. Um, I ate very large dinners, though. So, I I don't know. It kind of evened out, I guess. You know, I'd, uh, I'd agree <laughs> with both your points. Um, I, the first day was definitely the hardest. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, after that, my body got it. Mm-hmm. There's, like, you're not comfortable, but you're not dying. Day right. one, you thought you were dying. Right. Because you didn't, <laughs> Cause you didn't eat. Oatmeal for breakfast. Right. Um, and then on the, so that surprised me. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be hard every day, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, the other part I thought was, uh, interesting is, yeah, sometimes for for me, it was lunch more than dinner. Mm. I would like binge so hard on lunch. That's almost like I didn't need dinner. (laughs) Uh I ate three meals all at noon. (laughs) Uh, whatever. That's random commentary. Still fasting, I suppose. (laughs) Here's a question for you though. Uh, what would you say the fasting did or did not add to your prayer life? Yeah, so I came in on the days that I was here, I used that breakfast time and I sat in the prayer room, like right when I came in to work. And uh, that really shifted my whole day because I was able to come in, you know, as a parent, you you run around the house crazy all morning and then you come to work and you have to like sit down and switch gears. And so it did allow me to kind of settle in. And, um, I would say that the beginning of the week during that prayer time, I was extremely distracted, uh, during that hour prayer time, uh, towards the end of the week, I could sit down and pretty much dive right in. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think there was definitely a shift in how easily I could dive into my prayer time Mm -hmm. and a shift in how even taking that hour a day, you know, it feels counterproductive because it's an hour of your day that you don't get to do use. And actually, I think I was more productive because I kind of brought myself to a place of, okay, God, I'm going to just empty myself right now and listen and clue in. And then I got up and I was able to be a whole ton more productive later so that's very interesting i don't know i don't know if that means anything and, <laughs> it may and, have just been getting quiet <laughs> and just to clarify one part of the details it wasn't necessarily the longevity of having fasted to day seven eight nine ten it was that i have now in a prayer rhythm yes at seven eight nine ten that you, you could just go there right away without finding right. off the peeling off the distractions and the layers and mm-hmm. just you and your soul open with yeah. jesus yeah it was good. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, 
the uh, I think fasting helped. It wasn't always this one-in-one correlation between I'm fasting at this time and I'm praying at the same. I think what the real benefit was for the fasting was the the the, the deny yourself and follow Jesus part mm-hmm. opened up something new in in my prayer life mm. of this reminder of I I am losing something right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking in what I want, when I want, how I want it. Mm-hmm. That was a value-added step to me praying the will of God as my own in Hmm. my life. Interesting. Um, And I would also say, like, my my best prayer days were day 9 and 10. Mm -hmm. And I also say the worst days in the sense of there was some stuff I was pressing for some practical answers on. Hmm. And so there was, like, this one list of prayers where here's my response, here's my response, I got peace about that, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other little pile of, no, Brian, you don't, <laughs> those aren't going to get the same responses, mm-hmm. and you need to sit with that as it is. And so uh, I got real excited with the one list, mm-hmm. and it made the letdown on the other list bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were you really discouraged? I was Yeah. in that moment. Yeah. But, you know, that's also part of the growth right. is it's not about getting your way it's not about mm-hmm. i now know how to control god with my prayers <laughs> right i just need to I fast need. breakfast me, that was it it's the, the the wheaties were the problem yeah <laughs> no that was that was good that was growing both both ends were were growing for me that's great yeah i don't feel like i went in with a huge pile of questions as much as i just uh went in with an open heart to to create the space and and whatever he wanted to speak to me in that moment was what I was ready to hear. So I think in that sense, I I wasn't expecting answers as much as I was just wanting to to sit. And that if if you're not a part of the Lake Point <laughs> Church where Cami and I pastor, that's it's probably helpful for you to know how we did this. We, mm-hmm. We've done one in the past where we gave people the prayer list. We're moving the ball down the field of outreach and Mm -hmm. so here's information about our global partnerships our local efforts our Mm -hmm. individual this time we didn't have any lists Mm -hmm. we had a little guide that took you through the lord's prayer just isolating one line for the day the Mm -hmm. real point of it was to open up your intimacy with the father by prayers through the son Mm -hmm. the presence of the holy spirit and so what cammy just described there that's what we were going for it's just Mm -hmm time with you and God was the prayer agenda. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really hope that, um, and I know that I've talked to a couple people that really enjoyed those prayer guides and we'll be taking them home and using them further. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's been a really cool tool for our church. And I'd, I'd like to say it, just thinking about the whole hour, because that was the, the deal. One meal, one hour yep. a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I knew I could do the hour. I didn't know if I could do an hour for 10 days in a row. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it was going to get a little long. Mm-hmm. Anything I got in there, and when you really sit down in good company, mm-hmm. in this case with Jesus, mm-hmm. it, I loved usually feeling like an hour wasn't enough. Yeah. Like if I did my morning hour, it, I usually take day, and here's what I'm going to go back to later tonight. Mm-hmm. Another, another 30 minutes, 20, 40, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so mo- my, my better days, I definitely did more than 
did more than the hour just because I wanted to, just because mm-hmm. I was there, just because I knew I could go find him again. Yeah, I definitely felt like an hour was uh, perfect for me. And I walked away feeling like, oh, man, I wish we had this room all the time because <laughs> I would come in here, you know, multiple times a week to sit and and get quiet. And I know it has nothing to do with the room. The room is not magical, but it was it was creating space and and having it on my calendar blocked off. I'm going to do this. And I thought the hour was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going forward, yep. uh, your thoughts on either individually or collective as a group of disciples going back to something like a prayer week mm-hmm. what, uh, what what's your thoughts on uh, placing this in everyday discipleship yeah I think that uh, I think it translates to the personal the the individual uh, prayer week you know taking a week to just dive in it that translates really easily right you just take a prayer guide or you work through a passage of the bible and you just every day carve out that time i think in a group setting it could be really cool if uh either it it goes along a week or for maybe you pick six weeks of your group life and every time you meet, you're going to sit down and you're going to dive into a chunk of the Bible and you're going to sit with it and you're going to explore it and you're going to pray together as a group. And then you send them out and you say, okay, go pray over this chunk for the next week until we meet again. And I think it could still be translated. It just maybe wouldn't be every single day because your group probably doesn't meet every day. <laughs> um, or in a family, right? You could do this in a family as well. Carve out a little bit of time every day and you're diving into um, just one chunk of the Bible, one one 10 minute quiet moment to just sit and reflect and, and pray and discern. Um, so I think there's a lot of translation between what we did here and everyday life. So you would really map out a, this is every week, has a week's worth of a prayer agenda mm-hmm. and that a collection of disciples can share that together mm-hmm. and send each other out with that prayer mission for the week. Yeah, I think that could be really cool. And then not the hour thing, not the fasting thing, but just, hey, this is what we're holding in prayer. Yeah. That's a neat version. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I know I would like to twice a year do something like this. Yeah. Um, like, this is officially prayer week this mm-hmm. is this is my boost again mm-hmm. um i think one will probably be personal off off the record mm-hmm. i think the other will be at a church level mm-hmm. i think that's good i maybe even pictured at it as a missional community you could say you know every missional community has their different <coughs> life seasons of what mm-hmm. uh, makes something where families with younger kids it's that back to school month mm-hmm. maybe you want to do a week's worth of prayer just before it, just after it, whatever. Older kids, it's, you need a week's worth of prayer going into graduations. Yeah. um, And what that means to a family. Mm -hmm. Retirement ages, it's, where's the bond when half the snowbirds uh, Mm. start heading south? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the time to, we might be in different states right now mm-hmm. but all you florida arizona people you, you get on your <laughs> knees and pray mm-hmm. for this hour a day and that's what's going to hold us together i think it's a cool rhythm i think that it really uh forces us as as disciples to 
uh, be intentional about the time that we carve out, right? Like this should be something we're doing more often, that, that little bit of time. But I think it's it's so good to have that rhythm of twice a year to, to really be intentional for a week or 10 days or whatever it is. Yeah. So very cool. 